From Bureaucracy's Basement to your ears, this is the weekly meeting of the Queen City Improvement Bureau in compliance with Memo EX 1063. On the agenda for this meeting, we have Sherry Florizone from the Cathedral Village Arts Festival and our ever-reliable Kenton, a.k.a. Content Deong, to talk about the uh, flaming honk of the GM building. Uh, also, innovative revenue tools and everything else you could possibly want from radio, I think. This meeting is now in session. Hey. Good. Hello. How are you? Good hello times. Happy hello time to you too. <laughs> the, the new civic secular holiday. Which only lasts 30 seconds. But it's weekly at least. It's weekly. Yeah. Yes. All right. Holiday's over. Back to work. <laughs> Oh, hey! Shall we? Shall we start with? We attendance? should totally start with attendance. Okay. So the first uh, first person attending, we have uh, EE Lead Punch. EE Lead Punch. Yes. Mm, you know, I I would have no. I haven't you, seen you him. Have, you have I know what he looks like, but I haven't seen him. I know. Yeah. I mean, you've seen all his is the eight by ten glossies. Mm-hmm. Um, strangely enough, everybody thought he was like a uh, professional boxer. Which yeah. is why he became famous. Turns out he That's was, how he got the name Lead Punch? No, no, he's just oh. named E.E. E. Lead Punch. Oh. And everybody assumed he was a boxer. He was on many shows uh, for about three years in mid-70s, and mm-hmm. then uh, he was found out. And it, all he said was, I never told anybody I was a boxer. Damn it. Yeah, so I want to hear a story. I had, I, I have like a glossy in my locker. Yeah. I, I collected the glassware. Yeah. That they had at the gas stations. I know, and he never saw a penny from it. Oh, well, that makes me feel bad. Yeah. Anyway, so, but I don't see him here. No, neither do I. Um, actually, hold on. I think what happened here, I think I actually mixed up the letters oh, of no. his name. Um, so let's see if he's, he punched Paul. I should say Paul DeShane. Oh, actually, that's me. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm Paul DeShane. Nice. Okay. Yep. So, okay, you're here, which mm-hmm. works because you're here. Yes. And uh, good. You can mark me present. You are present. Um, and we have ADA Ringo Mann. That's Assistant District, District Attorney Ringo Mann. Oh my God, that show is like my favorite. I know. Throughout the eighties, like seven o'clock on Tuesdays, yeah. ADA Ringo Mann. Yeah. Yeah. Oddly yeah. enough, that's also the actor's name as well as the character. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. it was funny that. I know. It was. He wasn't very bright. He was so not. So they had to like you know just go with his like regular name. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mostly spoken monosyllables, yeah. but he managed You're to win. You're out of order. That was his catchphrase. That's right. Actually, it was you out order because yeah. he he just was not that Always smart. And he, but he you know he was a district attorney. He wasn't a judge. He really shouldn't have been shouting that. But he, he, he did. It was part of his shtick. Yeah. Apparently, they Hilarious. never they never actually had a finished script. They just let him on camera, and he would talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but he... Uh, those were the days. Those were the days, and I was really hoping he would be here. Um, Me too. But in the middle of uh, booking uh, ADA Ringo Man, I, I, I confess, I realized that I'd actually mixed up the letters. Oh, no. Uh, and what it is, should, should what say, is... I realize now it should say Aiden Morgan. Oh, actually, that's you. Oh. Yep. That's excellent. Okay, I'm here, too. Yep. I know that because you've got like the little uh you got the little nameplate ah. facing me but it's not facing you hence the confusion. You know, I yeah. now I see why the nameplate faces that way. Yeah. Okay, I feel better. Yeah. So what else what else have we got on the agenda for for this meeting? Well, we have a guest. We have somebody here an improvement vector candidate. It says here that it is the chair of the Cathedral Village Arts Festival. Now, We've had the chair of the Cathedral Village Arts Festival come to a meeting before. You don't look anything like her, so I'm assuming that you're a regeneration, and that kind of like the doctor, or like the doctor exactly. Nice. Excellent. And so you're you're the you're the Cathedral Village Arts Festival chair for this season. Very observant, very observant. Yeah. <laughs> Although the past chair and I do share a favorite color, it is true that we don't look exactly mm-hmm. alike. It's it's true. Right. Wait. What's but your, you're suggesting that you might be different color? people. Oh, that's a better question. Conjecture. Yes. Conjecture. Yeah. Hearsay. Yeah. Hearsay. Conjecture. You, you out order. You out order. <laughs> yes. As ADA Wrinkle Man like to say. <laughs> uh, what is what is the favorite color? I, I can't 
I can't say. You can't divulge? No, okay. can't divulge that information. Ooh, this is going to yeah. be a tough interview. I can tell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, wait a sec. Your name here is a Sherry Florizone? That is correct. Uh, hey, Sherry. How are you? I'm really good. Thanks for coming to our meeting. Hey, uh, glad to be invited. Um, I understand that you're going to be talking to us about the Cathedral of Arts Festival, uh, of which you are, are the board chair. That's right. Uh, the planning committee chair uh, this okay. year for the 2017 Cathedral Village Arts Festival. Um, it's been it's been a really fun experience. We're into the into the home stretch here. The the festival's coming up very quickly. When is it? It is May 22nd, okay. which is a holiday Monday, to uh, the 27th, which is a Saturday, and of course that's when the street fair is. So it's a week long festival. Right. Um, my first question is. Um, why should we go? And the reason I ask, like, why should we, why should we leave the sub basement to go to the, the, the arts festival? Because, um, you've heard about the budget cuts mm-hmm. and they've hit our department especially hard. It's almost like they've like singled us out for some special cuts. And so we have to, uh, you know, we have to write a form on a form, justify like each departure from the sub basement mm. because apparently opening and closing the doors costs money. Yeah. Um, yeah. So could you give us like some reason, like what is going on this year with the arts festival that is so awesome that we can like, we can make a case to the higher ups that we can leave. Yeah, I can. I can certainly help you out with that. I mean, awesome. the number one reason is uh, it's sunnier. It's sunnier. Good. Oh, uh, that's a good generally point. speaking. Yeah. Generally speaking, I mean, I've sometimes heard that it rains a lot at your uh, festival. You know, it's it's a rumor. Is it's it a rumor? <laughs> it's uh, you know, it's uh, somehow a reoccurring rumor. Right. It's but, always uh, sunny at the arts festival. It's always sunny at the yeah. arts festival. Wherever there's art, actually, I think that's. I think wherever there is art, there is uh, sunshine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the festival runs for a full week, mm-hmm. and there's something going on every day of the week. So we start off on the holiday Monday with a parade and a picnic at the Neil Balkwell Arts Centre, just outside of, of there. There's stuff going on inside of the centre. We've got a big stage. We've got activities for the whole family. We've got music. And it's just, it's a really wonderful day. And then we've got some events that evening as well. And then uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, we've got literary events, film, theatre, uh, music, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we really ramp it up with uh, uh, music at the Cathedral Neighborhood Center and at the Artesian, Friday and Saturday at St. Mary's. So every night there's music, but there's also still theater, literary, music, dance, all sorts of other things going on. And then, I mean, Saturday, Saturday is just like the crowning jewel of the week. We've got the street fair. We've got a parade at 11. We've got a full afternoon of dance at the Artesian. We've got stuff going on at all the venues throughout Cathedral. And it's going to be just an amazing week. Right. And you've got the op- the stage in uh, Holy Rosary Park that's like wide open. Under the big top. Yeah. 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 Oh, I can't believe I didn't mention that. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Clearly, you get out of the basement more than uh, more than you're letting well, on. We, we, we did speak to the, the previous board chair. She, she might have mentioned the big True. top. True. Yes. Yeah. Um, what's neat about the, uh, the, the tent in Holy Rosary Park this year, on the Friday night in particular, we are partnering with Playing for Change. And they've uh, organized a lineup there okay. for Friday night. So that's going to cool. be fantastic. Who's Playing for Change? I've never heard of them. They, do they are. Do they get change for playing? Hmm. Well, they're getting a little bit of change this year for sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, they are an organization that I believe uh, does some um, education awareness around uh, some music education mm-hmm. for less fortunate. Not. Oh, it's a pun. Yes. So like playing oh, for change, playing like the busker, for change, but they're trying to change stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Like Changing the world through music. Or your pants through music, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I put on rock and roll in the morning to my, my pants change. It's amazing. I, I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm not. Keep keep talking. <laughs> um, it, but okay. So, how much money do we need from Petty Cash to go to the Arts Fest? You need zero money all through the week. All of our, oh, we don't have the budget for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe you put in a special request, special request. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Because here is the thing about the Cathedral Village Arts Festival that is, I think, 
the most unique thing. All of the events are free. Everything that's happening all week long, whether it be at the Cathedral Neighborhood Center or the Unitarian or the Artesian or St. Mary's or wherever it is, they're all free. The only thing you might need some petty cash for would be the street fair, hmm. you know, because hmm. we've got hundreds of vendors and just an amazing array of handmade wares. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, how, do you, how do you make a profit if you're not making any money off your shows? This is a very, very good question. We have a lot of very uh, um, generous funders and donors, uh, in particular the City of Regina and the Arts Council, and you're testing my memory, and I'm going to <laughs> miss also, some Don't people. you get donations at the door? Sask sometimes? Arts Board. Right. We asked for donations. We yeah. definitely have donations at all of the... Uh, at all of the venues, yeah. and uh, there's the beer tent on the day of the street fair. So, and also at a, a number of the of the venues on Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. So we definitely have uh, some sales there. So we encourage people to uh, have a beverage when uh, when that's an available option, and certainly to uh, leave a donation when they do partake of any of the entertainment, any of the yeah. events at the venues. Uh. Oh, I should mention we're on 91.3 CJTR, Regina Community Radio, and this is the Queen City Improvement Bureau, and we're talking with Sherry Florizone from the Cathedral Village Arts Festival. And, But I, I think to make our case that we can leave to go to this, what would really help is, like, why is this year special? Uh, like, what's the theme for this year? Like, Every year is special. This is our special? 26th Ooh. year, and every year is special. Okay. This year, our theme is... Our streets, our stories. Hang on. Our streets, our Our stories. stories. In other words, our streets have many stories. So our streets, our stories. But streets are like flat and stories go up. Very observant. Yeah. 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 Our streets are alive with stories. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's our theme this year. We're running with that. Yeah. Very nice. Are we going to get to write stories on the streets? Um, well, interestingly, we do have a street paint project what? this year. Yeah, uh, The paint is not going to happen during the festival, but there's going to be some, an opportunity for the community to vote on some designs that will be uh, applied to one intersection in the community during Culture Days in the fall. Huh. Hang on. So you're going to actually paint on the street? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I then mean, our streets really will be stories. Really? <laughs> uh, I mean, the city paints on the streets. Yeah, so. we do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, if you want to find out more about that project, we have a Meet the Artist coming uh-huh. up at the Art Gallery of Regina in the Neil Balkwell on Thursday, May 18th. Okay. And the artist that's going to be doing the street painting is going to be there along with three other artists that are involved with the festival. They're going to be doing short talks, and we're going to have a lovely reception uh, supported also by the Art Gallery of Regina. So that's May 18th. And that's in conjunction with the volunteer T-shirt pickup. Ooh. So if you're volunteering, see, that might be a way uh, to, you know, get out of the sub-basement is to mm-hmm. uh, possibly volunteer. Say you're doing some community service. Oh. Yep. Like we're prisoners. Well, okay, maybe not like that and as a matter of fact (laughs) our volunteers i don't think ever feel that way we have so many different ways to participate and be part of the festival and of course you get a really awesome shirt with the uh uh, a bit of the design from our poster which was of course uh designed by local artist alan dotson oh yeah yeah he's like the comics dude he does the uh there's like the comic jam on the at the picnic. That's right. Every year. On the Monday runs. at the yeah. picnic. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he designed our, our poster art for us, and that's it's all go, also going to be on the T-shirt. So if you volunteer, you get a free T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, the, the Comics Jam, sorry. Uh, he gets, like, kids in a room, and they do comics all yeah. day long. And then he he gets all he gathers all the comics together, and he puts out a comics anthology at the end of the festival every year comprised of all of these comics that have been done by mm-hmm. kids and other people who came through the Neil Balkwell Center on Picnic Day on yeah. the Holiday Monday. Yeah. And that's just that's yeah. just one of the events that's going on in the Neil Balkwell. Yeah. yeah. That's great. 
Yeah, the and the Monday the picnic, um, we have a new coordinator for the picnic, and he has just put together a wonderful lineup of activities and uh, event or performers for the stage. So really encourage people to uh, come out to that. That's from one to four p.m. on the holiday Monday. Nice. Uh, do you have any acts that you can think of off the top of your head that we should really like go to? Something that you really like that you think that w- it would help make our case to you go know, to Heroes Fest? We have such a fantastic music coordinator, and she uh, w- with uh, she pulls together such an amazing lineup throughout the week. Um, I, c- I couldn't even begin to name. I think we have over 20 really? uh, acts performing throughout the week. Uh, I do know... Uh, that we have uh, the Andino Sons playing Ooh. on the Saturday night, and that's in the in the park, Holy Rosary Park, under the big top. So it's outdoors, fairly, you know, local. But all of the, all of the all of the music, all of the performers that she's uh, that she's arranged for are are fantastic, and they're mm-hmm. local, and they're worth coming out to Ooh. see. Um, interestingly, we also have the Cathedral Social Hall uh, getting in literally on the act, and they've got a band <laughs> also on Wednesday night. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Is that new, the Social Hall being involved? Well, the Social Hall is new. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. We don't get out often, so. That's true. That's, right. yeah. that's true. So they're new, and they're actually one of our one of our festival sponsors. So again, you know, it's, the support of the community is really important. Our, our funders, our donors... And our sponsors. Right. What about street fair? Tell us more about this street fair thing. What is this? And who's it fair to? Yeah. It's fair to everyone. Well, I mean, everybody's welcome. That it's, sounds that sounds pretty fair to me. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. It. So it's interesting. The street fair is is fantastic. It's one. It's the most vibrant day of of the festival for sure. We have so many people. But it's only one day of the whole f- of the whole festival, right? Um, so, street fair, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Saturday, May 27th. We've got vendors, artisans, buskers. We've got a parade at 11:30 a.m. Interestingly, there's going to be a surprise this year. There's going to be a wedding as what? part of our parade, a wedding party as part of our parade, and everyone's welcome. The parade will end in the Holy Rosary Park tent, where the wedding will be performed. Um, okay, so now that you've told us this, it is no longer a surprise. I think it's a surprise. Surprise! Yeah, so I was just going to ask, who is getting married? Can you tell us that? It's a local couple. It's a local it's couple? It's a local couple, and they've worked uh, with the festival to um, incorporate their wedding into the festival. So again... This this theme of our streets, our stories. Wow. Is it the Vac Shack Gorilla? I'm hoping it's the Vac Shack Gorilla getting Aww. married. That, I've, he's looks he's looked so lonely for so long. <laughs> surprise! It's not. Uh, I don't think it's me. That would be a real surprise. That would Marrying, be very I mean, surprising. The Vac Shack Gorilla? Uh, yeah. or or anyone because I'm already married. So I think oh. yeah. uh, that would be to a your, surprise to your, to your wife. Yeah. yeah, I'm married. I'm married to the sea. <laughs> married to sea for career. Oh, I have no idea. Once again, I do not know what I'm talking about. <laughs> right. So the the parade, uh, a wedding in the par- or the the wedding will happen at the end of the parade. Uh, we've got Funville, which is the family area in the in the Holy Rosary Park that goes on from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. We have an outdoor stage this year. We haven't had an outdoor stage for a couple of years. Uh, and this is fantastic. It's going to be near the Safeway, mm-hmm. and there'll be um, live music that, in the afternoon. So that's fantastic. That's um, sponsored by Campbell and Halliburton, and oh, also nice. the Regina Music Union. I think that's right. Okay. Yep. Um, so that's wonderful. And uh, um, as I mentioned, Artesian, we've got dance from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., and then music at four venues throughout the, throughout the neighborhood. Right. Is there other visual arts stuff? I mean, beyond painting on a road? Visual arts stuff. Uh, well, let's see. So there's a lot going on on the holiday Monday at the mm-hmm. picnic in Neil Balkwell. There's lots of hands-on cr- arts uh, yes. and crafts for everyone. Um, then we've got a film pool screening 
on oh. Tuesday night at the Artesian. It used to be called, mm. uh, oh darn it, so, Show Under the Steeple. I, I said I would think that's wrong now. But uh, it used to be Friday really night in the tent, <laughs> but it's Tuesday night. It's now Tuesday night at the Artesian. Sask Film Pool is doing a film screening, and that's going to be really, really neat. Um, and then we've got our Yellow Argyle Art Garage Wednesday and Thursday night, uh, and you'll have to check the website for that address. So there's all kinds of stuff going on. Cool. It's just it's just amazing. It's yeah. amazing the, the amount of things that we fit into one week. <laughs> so if people want to get more information uh, about, like, specific acts so they can schedule their week, mm -hmm. uh, where do they go? Okay, so number one thing to know, www.cvaf.ca. That is our website, cvaf.ca. Schedules up. We even have a new page for family-friendly uh, schedule, and all of the events are up there. And if anything should change... The changes will be reflected there on the website. We also um, have uh, presence on all the social media or all the three big social media uh, avenues, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, if anybody's on Facebook and they want to keep up to date. Nothing on MySpace? What about LinkedIn? Do you have a LinkedIn mm, page? No, <laughs> oh. no, no. What about the Friendster page? Oh, that's interesting. We could yeah. look into that. Yeah. We'll we'll look into that for next year. Just travel back in time yeah. a bit. And you mm -hmm. can, Have you yeah. thought about setting up a built bulletin board? And one of those online bulletin boards? Ooh. Those are online now? Ooh. They do have them online. Yeah. We were thinking about a bulletin board in the office for the schedule. Oh. And I thought that would be handy. That's so retro. Yeah. So retro. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, Facebook, uh, if anyone's on Facebook, we do have a Facebook page. Yeah. Now we've got a group and a page really encouraging people this year uh, to like the page because that's where everything's going this year. All the news that's news is on the Cathedral Village Arts Festival page. So now that you're the Mayor's um, Fest chair, mm -hmm. how are you digging it? It's a very different job from being a, a coordinator. Yeah. Um as a coordinator, you kind of have to only uh, focus on your own performers and your scheduling for the week. As the chair, you're sort of um, watching everything happen. It's sort of like a, a, a five-ring circus, <laughs> and you're the you're sort of the ringmaster um, without without the whip, of course, because we have such amazing coordinators and we have such amazing staff that it just goes. It just happens, and I most of the time feel like I'm just standing there enjoying the show and watching it all shape up. It, it blows my mind yeah. how awesome the Cathedral Village Arts Festival is every year. Yeah. So, but after 26 years, like... It's still going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's still going, and it's still amazing, and every year is something different. This is what's so fantastic. Every year it's something different. Always the five disciplines are are uh, presented in some way, shape, or form, the five artistic disciplines, and, and it just happens. And sometimes it's like it's just like watching um, this amazing mu movie, you know, unfold, and you think, oh, it's going to happen next, or, oh, is it going to work out? And it does, and it does, and it's beautiful. Nice. Well, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well... Thank you so much for coming in and giving us like a preview of what's coming up. Oh, volunteers, do you need any? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we're doing pretty well. There's still spots. I really encourage people. Again, cvaf.ca. Click on the volunteer tab, sign up. Got lots of opportunities. And of course, that awesome shirt, right? The yeah. awesome shirt with the awesome local art on it. You get one for free for volunteering. And I think more importantly, just I, I've actually volunteered before for the Arts Fest uh, as a way to kind of tie yourself into the community mm -hmm. and become part of sort of like the wider cathedral family. Absolutely. That is kind of like the best way to do that. Uh, you spend, uh, depending on what job you have, uh, you spend like, you know, a, a day or you can even spend like, you know, multiple days throughout the week uh, just coming in and like pitching in and you get to meet all of these people and like learn sort of like the deep history of cathedral 
by participating as a volunteer. And it's, um, it's rewarding beyond just, you know, the, the usual, you know, things they say, the platitudes they usually have about volunteerism mm -hmm. that, you know, you, you feel like you've contributed, but it's, it's, yeah, it's more, um, being part of your city, being part of your community. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, and the Cathedral Village, I mean, the Cathedral area is is such a wonderful community, and we really encourage people to get involved in that way. Cheers. Mm -hmm. Okay, how did she do? Uh, well, according to my uh, complicated rubric, uh, which mostly I just spent making up anagrams for Sherry Florizone, including Relief Horizons, His Refrozen Oils, and Zero Elfish Iron. Ooh. Uh, yeah. I like that. that one. I think I think you should start a foundation called Relief Horizons. Okay. Uh, you can do what you want with it. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> relief sounds like a thing, though. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think you, you indeed qualify as an improvement vector. So we'll present you with this handsome certificate, which uh, Paul should sign as well. Mm. Yes, I've, I've heard of the infamous certificate. I will display it proudly. Good. Suitable for framing on heavy cardstock. Fabulous. Thank you very, very much. You're welcome. Excellent. Sherry Floor Zone. Excellent. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Okay. Well, thank you for coming in. Uh, it was wonderful having you here, but we should move on to the next item on the agenda, which is innovative revenue tools. What are those? That's the part of the meeting where we talk about ways that the city can improve its bottom line by doing innovative things to generate revenue. Like with tools. <laughs> sure. With See, tools. I, I knew that already. Yeah. Yeah. I just asked. We do it every yeah. meeting. Yeah. So what do we got this week? Well, I think we've been talking about the uh, Cathedral Village Arts Festival. Mm -hmm. And I say we use our clout yep. as, as bigwigs uh, in the at city. At the city. Yeah. At, the ci at City Hall um, to get a booth. Yeah. At the we festival. We should definitely do that. Yeah. And I know that they're all taken, but I mean, we can squeeze in. We don't take up a lot of space. We don't. Yeah. We're, we're both we're, we're, we're emaciated. We were, we're we're very very skinny and very hungry. Yeah, and and a little bit lightheaded to boot. Yeah. Uh, so we just so we'll look like we're just you know wandering around, and then we'll just take up space in one of the booths. Yep. Easy peasy. Yeah. Uh, there we can uh, sell things like. Uh, Dolls made out of mushrooms stuffed with asbestos. Yeah. Which we have People lots of love both that. here. Yeah. Yeah. Shroom dolls, we'll call them. Shroom dolls, yes. Yeah. yeah. Shroom, shroom uh, flame, flame proof shroom dolls. Yeah. And uh, I don't, they'll, they'll sell like hotcakes. Yeah. But don't eat them like hotcakes. No, whatever. You uh, do. Also, we can sell mattresses made out of uh, dot matrix uh, printer paper. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because we have a lot of that. Yeah. I mean, and everybody's buying mattresses online now. Why not buy it at the Arts Fest? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, chances are you'll find one of us sleeping on the mattresses. Mm hmm. Yeah. Because we don't have a lot of energy to spare. Yeah. So, and yeah. also we should get a high-powered fan, but pointed inward. So, on the off chance that maybe it like sucks a wallet full of money from a passerby, like oh, good into idea. The booth. I yeah. know that's genius. Oh, we could also do. You know, everybody loves those uh, dot matrix, um, the ASCII art on a dot matrix printer. Everybody does. Oh, we yeah. can do caricatures. Yeah, caricatures, portraits, like yeah. you know, those street portraits. Yeah, but we could do it in dot, on a dot matrix printer. Exactly. In yeah, ASCII it was like art. in ASCII art. We yeah. could do like Fougere and um, Sherry Florizone <laughs> and us. Us. Yeah, who wouldn't want that? I, I think our our dedicated base of listeners. Absolutely. Okay, well, I think we've got a fantastic innovative revenue tool for this I, week. I agree. Uh, but if this one doesn't take off, but though I'm sure it will. Unfortunately, we have a few more here. Cool. Hi, I'm local blogger Kenton DeYoung. Did you know the beautiful King's Hotel was built in 1907, just south of Union Station? It would stand until 1978 when it was demolished to create the Cornwall Shopping Center. It's a Regina fact. You'll find more Regina facts on my blog, KentonDeYoung.com, and every week on the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 CJTR Regina Community Radio. Well, that was a great batch of innovative revenue tools once again. They never fail to be mm. incredible. Yeah. That's our that's our new motto. Incredible never, revenue tools? Never failing to be incredible. Oh, I, don't, I don't know what the acronym really is. Good. NFTBI. Yeah, it doesn't really work. NFTB. <laughs> Welcome to the Queen City Improvement Bureau. NFTB. Yeah. Anyways... Uh, at the end of those innovative revenue tools, uh, there was a familiar voice, Kenton DeYoung, who 
who's, yes. who's been regaling us with Regina facts after the commercial break at every one of our meetings uh, and will be into perpetuity. Um, but <laughs> Forever. Yeah. And so naturally... Even unto and after his death, yes. his soul shall furnish us with facts. He didn't know that when he signed the contract, <laughs> I suspect. Uh-huh. Although the jig is up because he's sitting across the room from oh, us right for now. for Pete's sake. Hey, why, why do you let me talk? Hey, I like that idea of the uh, the afterlife contract. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that was our innovative... Uh, Innovative human resource management tool. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, thanks for coming in. Oh, thanks for having me again. I, I, I understand that over the last week, something quite uh, quite devastating happened in the city uh, that actually nearly impacted, uh, you know, our kind benefactors, CJTR, Regina Community Radio, who uh, allow us to broadcast our meetings on their station. Uh, we understand that there was the, the station was actually in peril briefly a few days ago. Yes. Uh, the building that uh, the station ta- is in is caught on fire on Tuesday night. What? what? Yeah. Uh, to my knowledge, it's still under investigation. They don't know if it's suspicious or if it was an accidental fire. We did have the fire last uh, last month at Travelers Building, so it could have been something like that. Right. Or I know it's still under, under investigation. I was walking around the area before uh, this afternoon, and I saw the signs up the police had put up to both. It's still under investigation, so don't get too close. Okay. Um, and so it was the GMC building, but it wasn't the actual... Um like the actual like physical building that this station is in is separated from the building, the GMC plant building that actually caught on fire. That's correct. Uh, the, the station is in the uh, the old office building, while the part that caught on fire was the old factory. Right. Okay. Well, that's good. But still, um, I don't know if anybody was like paying attention to Twitter and uh, Facebook the night of the fire. What was that Tuesday? Yep. Tuesday yep, evening. Yep. Yeah. Like late at night uh, during uh, dayback. The uh, Korean music show uh, mm-hmm. on CJTR, which is a fantastic show. Uh, I believe it's uh, eight to ten or seven to nine on Tuesday evenings, and it's wait, really good. Wait a minute, your your clause there just implied that CJTR was a fantastic show, not Dayback. Oh dang! Caught up by the grammar police once again. Sorry, yeah, just the grammar police came by and yeah. they ticketed us a few shows ago. So, and actually, actually, I made, I was, they, they brought me in for interrogation and they, they turned me. They said <laughs> no. if I could bring in other people. So, yeah, you'll expect to visit soon. Oh, damn. They, their torture is the worst. <laughs> their torture is the worst. They just want to get to the head honcho. I know. At the top, the one who's sp- splitting all the infinitives. Right. Well, then they'll split your infinitives, like, right under the fingernails. Oh, man. Ouch. Yeah. Wow. Jerks. Too- <laughs> what I was trying to get at... Right, sorry. ...is sorry. Dayback, the Korean pop show, the K-pop, J-pop, C-pop show on Tuesday evenings on CJTR, hosted by the awesome Megan, is an awesome show that everybody should be listening to, Correct. and it was cut short this week by fire. <laughs> Fire in the GMC plant, and she put up pictures on Twitter, and that's how I noticed that the um, the, the factory was on fire. And I thought, oh my God, the station is gonna is gonna burn down. But then it didn't, which is good. And yeah, so but uh, apparently there's like it was, it's a historic building that got that did burn. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The plant was built in the late uh, 1920s, uh, right when Regina was kind of a booming city. Uh, I don't think that the building burned down had the heritage status on it. I'm not sure of the exact uh, what what is heritage status of the building, but uh, it is a very historical building regardless yeah. of its status. Right. Yeah. Tell us a bit about the history of the of the building. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so Regina was very different in the 1920s. Uh, Saskatchewan was the third most populated province in Canada, more than BC and Manitoba and Alberta. That is a little weird. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, they say that it was the most uh, wealthy place in, in the world because our grain was we had so much grain and it was flowing out here so fast it was doing very well mm-hmm. our population had been booming it was about 30,000 in 1919 and it was 50,000 by uh, 1929 so that's 10 years and it almost doubled and they were predicting uh, by 1935 it would be about 75,000 people so it was exploding right. the, the city was exploding with po- with people and with jobs and opportunity so uh, the GMC thought this would be a perfect place to build our new plant 
they wanted to kind of coin it the Detroit of the West. They could ship to, instead of having all the cars out in, in Oshawa and in, in Ontario, they'd have them out here. We could ship them out to uh, Vancouver and to uh, Calgary, Edmonton. Um, that was the plan, anyway. So, and as we all know, 1929 was a great year for ambitious industrial expansion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the plant didn't last very long. <laughs> at, at its peak, they said that it produced 150 cars a day, which is about uh, one car every four minutes. Oh, that's quite something. But then after the Great Depression, that never really picked up again. They reopened and closed uh, about four or five times between that and when it finally closed down, but it never caught to that level of production again. Right. When did was it finally close? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure the exact year. Um, I believe it was 1940 because that was the year that the uh, Saskatchewan Museum was moved into it, and then right after that, they got, they got kicked out because the military took over the plant. Ah. Oh. And what did the military do in our plant? Uh, the military made a uh, lots of weapons. Yeah. Uh, I've seen pictures going around on Facebook and Twitter the last couple of days of some of the weapons they're making there. Uh, they made lots of anti-tank. Uh, what was it? Anti-tank, anti tank, two pound anti tank guns and six pound anti tank guns. Uh, they made all sorts of weapons there, and there is a rumor. We mentioned this, I think, last time I was in here about a secret weapon that was yeah. built there. I did some research into this. I contacted the Saskatchewan Military Museum and asked them what they can find me about this, and they told me that anything that didn't get on the battlefield is considered a secret weapon. So it could have been a, a gun that was just slightly modified. Right. And maybe they didn't do anything with it, so they just canceled it, and that's why it was a secret weapon that never got out. Right. So it could have been a weapon like with a little like punching fist on the end of it that you just sort of punched the, yep. the enemy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That would be, yeah. Uh, or, or it could have been a time gun that Ooh. went off and blew up the factory now. Yes. It could have been a delayed weapon. Yeah. It, yeah. it didn't yeah. work then, but now it worked all these years later. Yeah. 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 Like it, it split the time space continuum and the explosion happened now, even though the, the, the malfunction was back in the 40s. Yeah. I think that's totally plausible. I think that's it. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what happened. Yeah. No wonder they're so cagey about was, what was actually going on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they and they just happened to shoot two guys who were like having a gasoline fight yeah. at that <laughs> moment. And everything just went went to heck. Right. Heck means hell. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> Just so we know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so do you have any... Uh, so the, they, they basically are not going to let us know what was actually going on in that factory. Um, but what happened to it after uh, after it stopped producing cars and stopped being like a, a weapon a weapon place? Sure. Uh, after uh, the war ended, the uh, Department of National Defense took over the building until 1967. Mm -hmm. They still held parts of it. I don't know what they did there. Um, again, military, so they're not going to tell us. Right. And then after that, they, the province of Saskatchewan got the building and sold off parts of it to different organizations, and that's right. how it is today. Okay. Right. So what is it, like, do we know what, was, uh, what the building was being used for now? Uh, there was a couple different uh, places there. I don't know all of them. On the northern, northern part of the building, there was the grid, the uh, virtual arcade. Okay. There's also the uh, Regina Minor Footballs in the same building. Right. Um uh, I know the other ones, but they're not. I can't think of them right now. But there are several different uh, companies in the building. Right. I know a lot of them had to close down early, or they didn't operate the next day because of water and smoke damage. Sure. Mm. Uh, the one, the one place that was destroyed by the fire, I believe it was a. Uh, they had cars there because I've seen reports of uh, cars being destroyed, like like vintage cars, very classic cars. But I don't know what the, the company was called. Right. Huh. Also, I've heard, I, I could be wrong on this, but I, I heard that Talking Dog Studios might have been in there. I'm not entirely sure if that's correct. Yep. Yeah, so and I, I heard a rumor that the city of Regina actually rented some space in there for a time many, really? many years ago. Yeah, but wow. they're not there now. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe yeah. they're like... An old shower, apparently. Old shower, yes. <laughs> old showering facilities that they cleaned up and yeah, turned, turned into, into office space. Yeah. Just a rumor. Just a rumor. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that's kind of tragic that we've lost two, you know, two good old brick buildings uh, uh, just in the span of like a few weeks in the city. Um, uh, we, we So like the Travelers Building, which at the next city council meeting is actually going to have its heritage, um, its heritage status taken away. 
because there's nothing there to maintain any longer. And actually, if you were to, um, the way that the heritage rules are written up is that if you own a building and it has heritage status, then it is your responsibility to make sure that it maintains all of its like heritage features using you know period appropriate materials and period appropriate like look and stuff. And if you have like a a, a husk of a building and a pile of bricks, uh, it's um, that's an awfully big responsibility yes. to leave in place. So yeah, they're gonna they have to go through the whole like process of removing that heritage that heritage status on the building after well, the after the fire. Well, it gets burned out. You have to go in yeah. and like extract the heritage status, and it's very hazardous. Right. Yeah. 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 That's special materials. Hazmat suits. Yeah. Period appropriate. Hazmat period appropriate. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. It's all very steampunk. Yeah, well, if, if, no, if, you, if, you don't, if you don't get the period down to, like, within, like, the right month, yeah, yeah it's just a disaster will ensue. Yeah. I'm yeah. not quite sure how. Well, you could, yeah, there could be, like, an infection. I suppose yeah. so. Of 1912. <laughs> it's so <laughs> influenza, in other words. Yeah. Yeah. Come out with influenza. And we don't want that. No, we do yeah. not. Right. But it seems like... I mean, if we were in the CJTR studios and not in the sub-basement of City Hall, then you one might be able to look out a window and see that much of the building has actually um, uh, survived unscathed. Yes. Uh, I would say it's probably about 5% of the building is gone. It's oh, okay. Sp- I, I just an estimate. I don't, I don't know exactly. A yeah. small amount of the building is actually destroyed. Right. I, think I walked by it today, and it, it's pretty bad, but it's not the majority of the building at all. Right. Yeah. And it's a huge building, too. Yes. Yeah, it's like gargantuan. When they first opened up as a plant, they had a mile and a half of uh, conveyor belts in the building. Really? Kind of gives you an idea of just how many belts were in the building, how big the building is. Yeah. Holy. That's quite something. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, no more. We're not we're not the Detroit of the West any longer, no, which is probably for the best because we've all seen it what, what happened <laughs> to Detroit. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. should be thankful we're not the Detroit of the West. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So I guess we'll find out, hopefully, from the fire department if there's anything suspicious there, anything mm-hmm. to like worry about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. And they'll just have to do their report. But it is it is kind of disturbing that we would have two of these in such a short period of time. But probably a coincidence. Fingers crossed. Uh, unless there's somebody going around with a special hate on for the uh, right. for heritage properties. Right. Or somebody back in the 1920 or 1940s with a time gun going around with a hatred for. Uh, <laughs> these modern buildings. I'm going to get you in the 21st century, somebody said, firing their time gun. <laughs> well, it would be great, actually, if they combined the uh, little punching boxing glove yeah. uh, device with with the time gun. Yeah. So people are just walking along the streets in 2017, suddenly they're punched just, just by a clocked. boxing glove from the 40s. <laughs> yeah. Just they're trying to like finish that like big business deal, you know, whatever it is yeah. people nowadays yeah. do, or Snapchat their pals, and then bam, <laughs> it's the perfect crime, <laughs> <laughs> the perfect and dumbest crime of all. Yeah, this is. I'm so turning this into a movie. <laughs> so now there is a movie called Time Crimes, which is unrelated oh, really? to what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, highly, I highly recommend the movie Time Crimes, by yeah. the way. Yeah. yeah, my movie's going to be called Time Punch. Ooh, nice. Yeah. He punched through time. He punched through time, yeah. Yes. Anyways, so, uh, Kenton, thank you very much. Is there? Do you have any other, like, cool facts about uh, the GMC building? I have one that kind of goes back to what we talked about a couple weeks ago when I was in talking oh, yeah? about the glockenspiel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the glockenspiel, we talked about uh, a couple weeks ago, the, the frame of it was on storage. And we talked about the bells, and we weren't mm-hmm. sure um, where the bells were. Oh, right. So the bells were are in the GMC plant. They're stored there. Really? And I got word from the Leader Post from uh, Ashley Robinson of the Leader Post says that the bells are fine. They're not damaged. They're perfectly fine. And people were wor- very worried about the bells because they were worried about the glockenspiel yeah. a couple right. weeks ago. And that's like the part that can be replaced easily. Right. Uh, but the bells are the, the delicate part that people are really concerned about, and they are fine. Okay, they're not like just a little melty. <laughs> no, they're they're perfectly no. fine. Okay, they didn't get destroyed or anything. They're they're <laughs> secured and put away, and they're perfectly fine. Okay. So Come the on. fire, from certain perspective, was not successful. Sorry, that's that's <laughs> an insensitive thing to say. Both both the people who like the bells and the people who were whose businesses were damaged by the fire. Yep. Right. 
Okay. Um, thanks a lot. So, and we're going to be having you uh, more of your uh, Regina facts going forward. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. 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 So thanks a lot for doing that for uh, us. Yeah. Very much appreciate you coming in to talk about this. Uh, yeah. yeah. I guess he's already got a certificate, hey? He already does. Uh, sure. Yeah. It's on my wall at home. So yeah. framed and look for the next. Oh, is it? Awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> it's, it's like weeks ago. We like made the certificate and then sent it forward through time. Yeah. And slapped it on your wall. In a frame. Wow. Yeah. How's, the, how's the blog going? It's great. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, I've been busy the last couple of weeks um, doing some tours around the city. I got interviewed by a couple of uh, radio stations the last few weeks. It's, it's going great. Yeah. Interviewed about what? I'm doing a, a cemetery tour. Mm -hmm. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not... Uh, we don't have exact dates yet. We're going to be doing it, but uh, it's going to be to raise money for Headstone for the victims of the Spanish flu, which you mentioned earlier. Oh, I think. Right. Yeah. 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 We're always talking about the Spanish flu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you can come in. You can come to us anytime and say, "Hey, you guys were just talking about the Spanish flu," and you'd probably be right. Yeah. We have a really unhealthy obsession with that thing. Um, so cemetery tour. Uh, so I mean, I'm taking you go into the cemeteries and. Look around at some of the more well-known uh, gravesites. Yes, uh, we do the Regina Cemetery on the corner of Fourth uh, Avenue and Broad Street. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> we visit eleven locations throughout. We visit um, the Mausoleum of Francis Nicholson Dark. We visit uh, Regina's first citizen, Regina's first burial, uh, the two police officers that have been killed in Regina's history, um, one of the trekkers that died in, during the Regina riots. Oh yeah, and four victims of the Regina cyclone, and other places too. Interesting. That's that sounds really fascinating. Cool. Yeah. And, and are people signing up for this? And... The, I'm planning to start the tours mid-May, so okay. in a couple of weeks. Uh, we did a practice tour a couple weeks ago. We had ten people show up to it. Oh, nice. So that nice. was great. That shows yeah. the people interested in like a free tour. So I hope right. when this gets going, it actually officially starts off. More people will come out to it. Right. Uh, so the kind of people who come out to tours like this are they like you know typically morbid people who dress all in black and top hats and have ravens for pets and. Um, no? No. Oh, they're just normal people. Just normal people? Yeah. Are they all Edgar Allan Poe? <laughs> <laughs> or a caricature? A caricature of his. Yeah. We were talking that I should dress up in black, but it's more of a historical tour than a, okay. a spooky tour. But I was right. like, it could be nice to do it maybe in October to kind of yeah. do with the theme of the season. Oh, yeah. yeah. You could do a Halloween sort of yeah. uh, graveyard tour. That'd be, I think that would go like uh, gangbusters. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be into that. Okay. Yeah. You might, you might lure us out. Okay. Yeah. Out of the sub-basement. Out of the sub-basement. Sub yeah. <laughs> Where we dwell. Yeah. Uh, maybe <laughs> safe from the Spanish flu, <laughs> which will sweep the city at any moment. Yeah, I, you yeah. joke. I joke. Yeah. I do joke. Well, yeah. Um, how, so, we, I know it was mentioned earlier, but how can people uh, find your blog? You can find, you can find my blog on kentondeyoung.com. I'm also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. I'm pretty much everywhere. Right. It seems like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like, so your blog was very much about, like, your travel and stuff like that. Yeah. It seems that this whole, like, uh, interest in uh, Regina history has kind of, like, taken things over a bit. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. It's really awesome. I love uh, learning about history and talking about history, and just to see the, 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 the feedback I get from people, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. I, I, I like talking about the world travel, too, but it's... I think that people really are interested more about Regina than the rest of the world, which is, yeah. well, at least my readers are, yeah. which is really cool. Cool. Yeah. And our mm. listener is yes. as well. Yes. Yeah. He loves Regina history. It's a he? Yeah. Oh. I just assume. Hi, hi, listener. Yeah. All right. Do we have anything else on the agenda? We don't really, do we? Not particularly. No. No. Anything happened at City Hall lately? No, nothing has happened at City Hall. They're all, um, they're all just standing very still, very quiet. Yeah, every, yeah, everybody's taking a break. Everybody's like relaxing, chillaxing well, after so many City Council meetings. Yeah, well, I mean, it was yeah. how many in a row? Four or five? It was, it was, it was observed. Yeah, it was five over five weeks. Yeah. Yeah. That is, uh, I mean, and so this big... is like the first week where we haven't had one, so. Well, yeah, they're all, all vacationing. Yeah, we wish. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I'm sure that everything is going to like kick up uh, very, very soon with other things. Uh, oh, today was the anniversary for the uh, the keeping making peace vigil in oh. you know downtown. I do those people who are there every Thursday yes. at lunchtime, uh, you know, saying, "Hey, let's make some peace." Right. Yeah. Like Chris make peace. Yes. But yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what it's about. Is Chris make peace? Because <laughs> his, his career has. You know, kind of hit a stumbling block. It hasn't really. So come That's on, true. let's let's make Chris, Chris make pieces day. Uh, yeah, and I his agree. career. 
Yeah. I, I agree. Let's get let's get Chris yeah. Makepeace back back on the radar. I I honestly don't know if Chris Makepeace is um, alive, uh, but yeah. if but if you are Chris and you're listening, uh, we're we're rooting for you. Yeah. Well, it was their anniversary, and uh, that was today at noon. I unfortunately missed it because I just couldn't find my way out of the basement in time. Understood. Yeah. Uh, also, of course, it is uh, May the 4th, Star Wars Day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let us not forget. Yeah. Um, and nobody, remember, nobody took us up on our offer of being made a Lord Darth Vader. No, sadly. Yeah. It, you know, anybody can still. We've got we've got the forms made out. We do. We do. All the forms are filled out. The certificates are just waiting there for your name on it, just like yeah. contacts, and we'll make you a, a grand moff. We, we should probably figure out something, maybe revive the fan fiction. Oh, that's, that's a good idea. Yeah. I think we should do that because we've got a whole new council. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have to write a new set of like um, fan yes, fiction do. character parameters. Okay, yeah. that's what that'll happen. All right. Well, maybe what we should do is adjourn the meeting, and then you can get to work on that. Sounds good. Yeah. All right, so I, I motion to adjourn. Uh, you know what? Um, I will... Uh, crud. I can't second the motion because I can't turn the music on until I second that motion. Well, in that case, motion carried. You have been listening to the weekly meeting of the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. Your hosts are Paul Deschen and me, Aidan Morgan. Guests today are Sherry Florizone from the Cathedral Village Arts Festival and Kenton DeYoung of KentonDeYoung.com. Music, as always, by the lovely and talented Ryan Hill, a.k.a. Guidewire. Coming up, oh, wait, before I tell you what's coming up next, I'll tell you where you can find us. We can be found on iTunes, on cgtr.ca slash podcasts, also on our website, queencityib.com, or on Twitter, queencityib, or on Facebook, just type in Queen City and look for us there. Coming up next, we have Nerdcore Cabaret with Maddie V and a uh, May the 4th special. After that, we have The Cockpit. Keep on improving, Regina.